Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. On this episode, which is easier, selling product or selling services? Or is it easier to sell product and service together? Here's what I've learned in years of dealing with people in sales, selling both product and services to other businesses. The people who are selling products are thoroughly convinced that it is easier for the people selling services, and the people selling services are equally convinced that it's easier to sell product. And there are some definite distinctions between the two. And I want to get into those today so that you get a sense of how to position yourself when you have products or services. Well, initially, when it comes to products, let's say you're selling the same products as other people. How do you differentiate your business compared to other people? Well, if you're selling the exact same product, and let's say it's a product that people can buy on Amazon then you are generally competing with people who have mastered logistics and can deliver that at the lowest price possible in a matter of hours. That is the definition of commoditization. So unless you can provide a different level of service or different terms or something that changes the experience, then in essence, you are selling the exact same item as other people. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't differentiate your business. You might provide better education. You might provide better guidance for your clients. And ultimately, sometimes their procurement people are going to say, well, I'm sure these people are great, but I still want you to buy it from these other people who are cheaper. When it comes to services, by definition, you are no longer a commodity because human beings are unique meaning each human being is unique and the way that services get delivered is different. I remember in my prior business, we had many different patents and our patent attorney who we used was absolutely brilliant. And this is a guy who had his PhD in computer engineering. And so when we would describe a new patent to him, it would take him almost no time at all to fully understand all the ramifications of what we're doing and come up with a beautifully crafted patent. And he could argue at the technical level, at the legal level, across the board. And I remember at one point after my company had been acquired, the chairman of the parent company said, well, I don't know, we use this other law firm to handle our patents. And I, and I think they're going to be a little bit cheaper. And we did an analysis and realized that Though our attorney was charging what seemed to be a high fee, he was doing everything on a fixed project basis. And the other firm would say, oh, well, our rates are lower than theirs. Yeah, but it didn't matter because he would do the work in a third of the time. So oftentimes the fee structure doesn't matter. And you can truly differentiate what it is that you're offering compared to the rest of the marketplace. See, services by definition are not a commodity. And it's something that you need to lean into and embrace. So all of a sudden, what that means is that we're now focused instead of on resources, like I'm going to sell you somebody for so much per hour, we get to now focus on results. The trap that many people fall into is they present to their clients resources. Oh, 
I'll get you an engineer with these skills and I'll get you someone with this much experience and here's what I'm going to charge you per hour. The problem when you're doing services that way is that you have just taken something that could be completely not seen as a commodity and now you're viewing it as a commodity because you are selling a resource instead of selling results. So how should you handle that instead? If you wanna to get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Well, what it means is that for many projects, what you wanna do is when you're selling services, you wanna figure out how to bundle your services into a discrete deliverable. So you say, we're gonna deliver this capability for this much money. Here's the first phase of the project. Phase two is gonna be between this dollar amount and that dollar amount. Once we're done with phase one, we'll have a better sense of where in that range it's going to be. And here's what we're gonna deliver and here are the capabilities you're going to have at the end of that project. And so you can break it into different pieces. The only time that time and materials billing makes sense when you're selling services is when you truly have no idea what the client needs, when you have no idea what the other parameters are. For example, if you're an attorney who is selling litigation services, you probably cannot do that on a fixed fee basis because you don't know how adversarial the opponent is going to be. So if there's an opponent, if there's an adversary, then they might take a reasonable approach. They might be totally unreasonable. Even in that context, you could say, look, we're going to present a reasonable approach. If they come back with something that's totally out of left field, then all bets are off. We're gonna to have to do that on an hourly basis. If they come back with a reasonable position, it looks like this, this gets resolved over the next month, it's all on a fixed fee basis, here's what it costs. And then what happens is your client realizes that you are sharing some of the risk. And that's something that can happen in services. So if you are sharing some of the risk, it makes sense they might pay a premium for that. Now the mistake that some people fall into is you're doing a time and materials based calculation to figure out what it should cost. And then you say, well, that's my fixed price bid. So I thought it was gonna be $200 an hour and I had 100 hours on this, so it was $20,000. And the reality is if you're doing it on a fixed fee basis, you might say, well, this is gonna take us somewhere between 100 hours and 150 hours. That means that it's somewhere between 20,000 and 30,000. I might say to them, look, it's a, on a fixed fee basis, it's $27,000. And now it's, if I do it faster, then it worked out well for me. If, I took, if it took a little bit longer, maybe I could have gotten 10% more if it was on a time materials basis. But the idea is that, we wanna focus on results. What that means is that you have to follow through with the same side quadrants, making sure you're asking people not only about the issue that they're trying to address, what's the impact associated with them not solving that issue, how important is it, and then what does success look like? What are they gonna measure for results? If you have that conversation focused on results, then selling services gives you flexibility to charge with better margins and less commoditization unless you fall into that trap of positioning yourself as selling resources rather than selling results. So what's my recommendation? What's the conclusion of all this? Services give you an ability to sell something that is highly differentiated compared to the competition because each individual human being is unique. And the trap is making sure that you don't fall into that trap of selling resources instead of selling results. So when someone asks you, 
what's the hourly fee? How long is this going to take? Say, well, you know, it really doesn't matter what it takes if we don't deliver the results that are important to you. What are we going to measure together going forward? Let me give you a price to accomplish that. When you do that, it makes it so services give you a decided advantage over selling product. And guess what? If you're selling solutions, it's a combination of product and service. Try not to break out line items of each and everything you're doing and a, and a price associated with that because the client doesn't want a laundry list of what it is that you're providing. They want to know what it costs to get the solution. Let's face it. If someone gave you a list of how much lettuce costs and how much a slice of bread costs and how much a slice of cheese costs and how much how much the mayonnaise or, or mustard costs and how much a meat costs, you would probably look and say, oh, that seems like a lot of money for a few slices of turkey. It seems like a lot of money for a slice of lettuce. But if you said to someone, we're going to create an amazing lunch experience for you and all of your guests are going to be thrilled. Here's how much it costs per person then you're not focused on how much the piece of lettuce is. You're saying, yeah, I want my guests to have this experience and I'm willing to pay for that. So the next time you're in a position where it feels like it's all about price and you're wondering, am I better off selling products or services? You're always better off in a service environment when you can focus on the solution and results, not on the individual resources. If you have questions, drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. And if there are topics you'd like to hear, once again, just drop me a note, ian at ianaltman.com. I'll see you on the next Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.